I see dead people. You want to know how? You want to know why? You want to know all about it? This episode brings you right into the thick of it. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, everyone. It's your host, Stephanie Marie, and I am here for another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. I really wanted to take this episode and this opportunity to really discuss mediumship and what that looks like. I was having a conversation with my mentor not too long ago. Recently, we had somebody that passed in mine and Jake's life, and we had to go to the wake and the funeral and the services and everything else. It was a tragic death. My first comment to my mentor was, I wonder when he'll come through. And the fact that this has become a normal conversation to me is kind of wild. There was very much a point in my life where I shut this gift off where I was not something I was proud of. It was something I kept very much hidden within me because who wants to be the weird girl that can see and talk to ghosts? But here I am. (laughs) And here's the thing. I have learned that this is truly a gift. I have been seeing dead people since I was a child. In the first episode, I spoke about the woman that walked across my parents' living room. After they redid the house, she kind of disappeared, which is common. If the space that they are in changes, it is common for them to move or leave or what have you. Throughout the years, I have literally seen ghost after ghost after ghost. And for me personally, it happens more when I am in a home or an indoor space. It doesn't necessarily happen for me when I'm outside as of yet. I am working on trusting my gifts so that I can see spirit and those on the other side more frequently because it's interesting how your gifts develop. For those of you that know anything about the Claire's, and I'll go into this in another episode way more in depth, but I have a lot of the Claire's already developed. I am clairaudient, which means I can hear. I am clairvoyant, which means I get images in my head and I can see. I am also clairsentient, which means I feel. And I am claircognizant, which means it's an inner knowing. It's like you just know. And the combination of these gifts along with the mediumship makes my intuitive abilities mine. Even before I truly started developing my gifts, I knew it was something special. I remember going down into my parents' basement and being freaked out. However, this was the same time that Home Alone came out. Yes, I'm dating myself with that one, but (laughs) I remember going into the basement, being freaked out, thinking it was because of the furnace, but we had no furnace. It was definitely because I was 
feeling spirit and seeing spirit down there. And as I got older, I saw ghosts here and there. But it wasn't until I was truly an adult and living on my own that I really saw people. It's almost as if you see something out of the corner of your eye and by the time you turn your head, they're gone. As I've gotten older, as I've developed it more and more, the images get clearer, I'm able to communicate with spirit and those on the other side, and the gifts have just truly developed. Fast forward, I want to say 2015. Now at this point, I know I have these gifts. I haven't developed them. It's just something I do. It might have been a little earlier than 2015. But so I had moved into this house with my ex-boyfriend. It was an older house in Connecticut. And there was an addition put on the house that was a stairway upstairs to make it a two-family home. But it was also an entrance into the house. There was a man that used to hang out in that stairwell. I would see him out of the corner of my eye from time to time. I just felt him. I knew he was there. He would talk to me. He was not happy that we were living in the house. I would sage the stairwell. Nothing would come of it because it was his house. He was digging his feet in. My boyfriend at the time thought I was a lunatic, thought I was crazy, didn't really buy into any of this, he would just be in the stairwell. When I would go in the house and I would feel him in the stairwell, I would literally run up the stairs and close the door into the house because he really seemed to only have his energy in that stairwell. When it was really bad, I would just go out a different door of the house because I didn't want to deal with him and his nonsense. Then in this same house, my boyfriend's father's girlfriend did I explain that right yes father's girlfriend she passed she was fighting a long battle with cancer and she passed we were living in technically her house and we were paying them rent because they were living down in Florida at the time my boyfriend was down in Florida you know we knew that this was going to happen He went down to Florida to be with his father and with her. I got the phone call that she passed. I'm in the house by myself. And I came down the stairs to go into either the bathroom or down to the laundry or somewhere. I passed by the living room. There was this chair in the living room that was her favorite chair, apparently. For whatever reason, it was around Christmas time. I had set up the tree and done all the decorations by myself because he was, he like literally had to immediately go down to Florida with no notice. I remember pushing this chair kind of in a weird spot. I had an L shaped couch at the time and I kind of just put the chair in the corner of the L and in hopes that my boyfriend would move it when he got home. As I'm going down the stairs and I'm coming around the corner to go to either to shower or down to the laundry, she's sitting in that chair. Clear as day, she's sitting in that chair. And this was hours after she passed. 
she's sitting in that chair. She looks me dead in the face and says, I just want you to know that I'm okay. And as soon as she said that, she was gone. I remember looking back, because obviously my mind and my ego is processing what just happened, right? In my head, in my brain, my logical brain is saying there is no way that just happened. But my soul knew exactly what happened. So I turned my head. Nobody's there. But I kid you not, she was sitting in that chair and she told me she was okay. Why am I the one that gets all these messages? Because I'm open to it. Because I have a clear channel to it. And if anybody knows anything about natal charts or astrology or any of that, I am a triple Pisces with a stellium in my 12th house. Not to mention I also have transits in Scorpio. I am very, very, very intuitive naturally. Because all of these stories I just told you all happened before I even learned how to develop my gifts. Now that I know how to tap in, that I know how to protect my energy, that I know how to do all of this, my gifts are so much stronger. Even this weekend, I was at my future sister-in-law's bachelorette party. These girls don't know me. I'm a lot older than them. They know who I am, but they don't know me. And not many of them know my business anyway, in terms of like my business, my brand. The last night, all of us were just hanging out at the house. We were tired from the night before and the sun because we were down at the shore at the beach. And one of the girls, we were talking and I said to her, you know what, let me give you a reading because I bring my cards with me everywhere. So I give her a reading, whatever, fine. Another girl comes over and is like, can you read me? Sure. Another one of the girls sits on the couch and she's like, do you mind if I watch? And I said, I don't mind, but, you know, ask your cousin because it's her reading. It's up to her. And she's like, no, it's fine. And the woman that asked for the reading is very open to this. She goes and gets readings on occasion, whereas the woman sitting on the couch, she openly admitted that she was curiously skeptical, which so be it. However, although my future sister-in-law has been in my family for, oh God, eight years now. I don't know a ton about her family other than her immediate family. Because, you know, she dates my brother. They're eight years younger than I am. We've never really been in the same part of life until very recently. I'm sitting on the floor giving my future sister-in-law's cousin a reading with her sister on the couch. As soon as I feel into her energy, the name Michael comes through. And I ask her right away, I'm like, who's Michael? She's looking around. She's thinking, uh, an old coworker? I don't know. I'm like, no, Michael, you know this person. They're on the other side. 
her cousin that was sitting on the couch looked at me and goes, Miguel? I go, is that a direct translation? She said, yeah. I go, it could definitely be. I said, is he on the other side? She said, yeah. And I said to both of them, I go, whoever this is, they're showing me a light flickering. Like they're showing me lights flickering on and off. Both of their mouths dropped. And the one on the couch kind of gasped. And was like, oh my God. Apparently, this Michael or Miguel is their grandfather. The night he passed, the lights flickered on and off, and that's when he passed. Or it had something to do with his passing. I didn't really get the full story. But he was showing me that that's how they'll know who he is. And he had other messages to give through, and... I pass them along, but I have to be honest, when I'm speaking to the other side, I don't always remember the messages coming through because I truly become a channel or a conduit for that message. Right then and there, right at the beginning of a reading, like this man needed to come through, he needed to talk to them, and I was able to be that channel for them. That's how far my gifts have come through the years. I now am able to be a channel, to be a vessel for communication, which is amazing. I love having this ability because I think it is so amazing that we can connect across the planes. And when I say the planes, I mean the dimensions, right? Because we live in the 3D. When we're in that sleep unconscious state, we're in the 4D. And then where spirit is and where soul is, is in the 5D. When we can jump across the planes, it's pretty amazing. Although in that moment when I was giving the reading, I didn't see Miguel in front of me. He came to me as an image in my head. When I speak to people on the other side, they always are by my right ear. It's almost like the little angel or devil that you would see on your shoulder. And that's how people come to me at this point. Am I still able to see spirit? Yeah especially when I am in that 4D, half-sleeping, half-awake state. Let me tell you, what an incredible gift it is to be able to do this. I have helped so many people connect with loved ones. And I really just love teaching others how to use this ability too. Because it's not something to be afraid of. It's actually really beautiful once you learn how to use it properly and how to use it in a way that your energy is protected and you don't have to worry. Just like anything else in life, you have to set some strong boundaries. Spirit very much like to wake me up in the middle of the night to give me messages or talk to me. And... While it does still happen, it doesn't happen as frequently because I've set some really strong boundaries. Now spirit knows that they are not allowed to come into my bedroom to speak to, especially at night. They know that if they need to communicate with me, I am open to it during certain parts of my day, which I know to some of you that this is new to you may sound a little ridiculous. However, those of you that have seen people out of the corner of your eye or literally 
hear random things or smell random things or get random images sent to you. This may be the beginning of your mediumship because spirit comes the easiest way it can. Just like water, the path of water goes the path of least resistance, so does mediumship. Spirit knows they can communicate with me. Therefore, they come. And they know that I'm open to it. I do want to warn you though. A lot of people tell me they close their gifts off because they're scared. And I get that. I completely get that. There have been times where I have been very, very afraid of the energy and the spirit that has been near me. However, there are ways to deal with it. There are tips, there are tricks, there are techniques to use to help you not be afraid. When you stand in your power, you can truly do that. Spirit knows not to mess with you. Even in the apartment that I'm currently in, there have been days that there have been not good spirits here. <laughs> and you deal with it and you face the fear head on and you walk with the fear and you ask them to leave. You ask them very strongly to leave. Nine times out of 10, they leave. There's no reason to be afraid. After all, we are bodies with a soul. Who knows who may be coming to you? It may be people that you were connected to in another life. It may be people you were connected to this lifetime. You never know. But truly developing this gift is something I love, love, love helping people with. It is just so amazing and I love it. I'm going to leave you with one more ghost story. I am going to call this one a ghost story because this one freaked me out. So why I'm telling you this is because it's important for everybody to understand that although I am a medium and I do this work on the regular, there are still times that we get a little on edge or a little freaked out. Jake and I have been in search of a home and we have been looking at houses so we can build a family and all of the things. Over the last, I don't know, month or so, give or take, we've been looking at houses. The first house we looked at, and I should have listened to my gut, but I went against my intuition and I said, no, no, I really need to see this house. Well, it was a house built in the 1930s. Cute little house that had stonework on the front, beautiful front porch with a swing. It was, oh, such a cute little house. It was on a main road in one of the towns that we wanted to live in. It was super affordable, which was a little suspicious, but we needed to go see it. The first time we go... And you'll notice why we went more than once. The first time we go, 
we can't get into the house. Like our realtor, we see it because the lock boxes are all Bluetooth now. So we see our realtor putting her phone up to the lock box and it's not working. We see it checking off, but then the door of the lockbox isn't opening. We literally cannot get into the house because we cannot get the key out. We wander to the back of the house. We're checking out the outside of the house. We're trying to open, you know, the back door. Maybe they left that open or whatever. Nothing's working. We end up talking to our realtor and really getting to know her, which ended up being amazing, but... We try again about a half hour later. We still can't get into the house. The lockbox isn't working. Now in that moment, I should have listened to my gut and taken it as a sign that this isn't the house. But no, 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 I need to see this house. I need to see this house. I need to see this house. Okay. So we go back a couple days later. Lockbox opens, no problem. And again, it's an older home. I just want to remind you of that built in the 1930s. We walk inside. The house is a lot smaller than it appears to be. How those photographers do that, man? Let me tell you. They got some skills. But anyway, we go in. It's a lot smaller, but we're going to look anyway because this is the second time we're here. I'm looking at this damn house. We go down to the basement and it smelled super moldy and there was just like an eerie feeling in the basement. I looked at Jake and I was like, ah, let's go upstairs. Both of us were kind of turned off anyway, but we're here. We're going to look at the rest of the house. And I am such a fan of the old school radiators, like the water radiators. They had them all throughout the house. So I am just geeking out. I love it. I love the stonework, but there's still like an eerie feeling in the house. We go up the stairs and there is... I think there were two or three bedrooms on that level. I don't remember. But I go into one of the rooms and Jake and Jake and the realtor had already been in that room and they left. Now I am in this room by myself. Let me tell you, a little child, a kid, popped out of the closet, giggled, and then went back in the closet. All I hear is giggling. So I promptly walk out into the hallway and said, um, we got to go. Jake's like, no, I'm going to check out upstairs, which they had like a big attic. I said, okay, I'm not coming up there. Because as soon as I looked up, I saw another little kid up there peering down at me. And I said, uh-uh, I don't care. We're not buying this house. And Jake's like, what are you talking about? I was like, this house is haunted. We're not buying this house. I go back downstairs, they come outside shortly thereafter, and we wipe our hands clean of that house. But when I spoke to my mentor about this whole experience, she explained it to me that demonic entities will come through occasionally as children because people are more likely to trust a child than they are anything else. Needless to say, we did not buy that house. We didn't even put an offer in on that house. And yet, that house is off the market and somebody is buying it. To each their own, 
but I will not be living in a house with some bad juju. It's funny because we have seen a lot of houses at this point, and that was the only house that I got that feeling in to be continued with the house process and journey. However, this is what it's like to have mediumship. You see things and hear things you don't always want to hear. But it's part of the journey. It helps me grow my skills. It helps me hold my boundaries. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Now that you've had a couple of ghost stories for you, that's it. That's all I got for you today. But I do want you to know that I have put together a little bundle for all of you. As my podcast community, as my podcast listeners, I have a freebie masterclass and meditation for you. If you are interested in developing your spirituality, if you are interested in developing your gifts and really just opening up to any manifesting all that you desire, I encourage you to go to the show notes and click the link in there and accept this freebie as my gift to you. Thank you so much for joining me once again on those late night visitors. I hope this opened your eyes to the world of mediumship. And I'll see you again soon. Sending you lots of love, lots of light. Speak soon.